everyone. Welcome to another exciting episode of the MapCon podcast. My guest today is David Steele. So before I get into the interview with David, let me just give you a quick rundown of what MapCon is all about. MapCon is the Mid-Atlantic podcast convention that's host holding on September 7th and 8th, 2018 at the Holiday Inn Philadelphia, South Swedesboro. There'll be a ton of guests who are veterans in the podcasting industry that are going to tell us a little bit more about podcasting and, of course, how to build our skills as podcasters. We'll be hearing from people like Joe Pardo, Harry Duran, Mary Nichols, Neil Golache, Dave Jackson, and a lot more. There'll be tons of activities, including a creativity workshop. There'll be lunches. We'll have uh, games and events and... Uh, Lots of fun stuff to at least get everybody up and doing and interacting with each other. Of course, if you can't make it physically to the program on the 7th and the 8th, you can also purchase virtual tickets and you watch the live recordings that they're happening and you get to stream them at home from wherever you are watching them and you'll just have a lot of fun. So, that being said, I'm going to interview David Steele, who's going to tell us a little bit more about himself his adventures in podcasting, and what we're going to expect from him at the conference in September. So, David, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Pleasure to be here. My pleasure, David. My pleasure. So, David, tell us a little bit about yourself and your background. Yeah, uh, I love telling the story, and I actually always get long-winded because it's so fun for me to talk about. So, it's easy to, to... to roll on and on and on. But uh, I was always involved in, in some kind of entertainment. Um, did uh, choir growing up, singing, did uh, musicals in high school. Uh, got the lead my senior year, played Bilbo Baggins the Hobbit. Uh, <laughs> was in some bands uh, senior year and uh, after school pl- uh, singing vocals. Um, and then uh, ended up selling my gear and doing DJing for my family. They wanted me to DJ their family parties. And then I got into DJing. So that, I mean, that's the creative side of, of my life. Um, so I've been DJing for many years up until quite recently, um, without, of course, alongside my regular full-time job and raising five kids. Wow. Um, and my kids growing up, we played a lot of board games, a lot of creative things together, always acting silly together, reading, reading books to them and doing the voices and I just happened to find uh, when I stopped DJing, I came across a thing to do some voiceover work or learn how to do it. So I took a little course, learned a little bit about voiceover and said, oh, you know what? Let me uh, let me give us a shot. It's something to keep my creative juices flowing. Mm-hmm. So I made a little studio at home, a little closet space studio, and then started doing some voiceover work, just some small stuff. Uh, did some book narration and started from that point, found podcasting. I didn't even know podcasting was a thing. So about three years ago, I have an Apple phone. I went to look up a band or something, and it took me to this Apple podcast player that opened up. And I said, oh, my God, this is something. This is free. I can I can search and find something about everything. This is insane. So I fell in love with podcasting on my own, just traveling. I, I love uh, just listening to, to commercial free, you know, uh, I mean, now there's commercials in a lot of them, but uh, nothing like terrestrial radio. Mm. So I fell in love with it. Um, same time to fast forward. I, my kids, um, one of my oldest daughter came home. She's about 23, 24 now. She came home from college and wanted to do some D and D Dungeons and Dragons, okay. play it at home with a couple friends. 
Uh, I said, sure, go ahead. I was watching them play. And I thought, oh, man, how come we never played? So I asked her. I grew up in the 80s, so I know about it, but I've never played. I said, hey, why don't you run a game for us, for you know our family? Like Instead of doing a tabletop game, we'll do some D&D. That'd be fun. Okay. So we ended up playing D&D as a family. I started researching it through podcasts and listening to some stuff on, on my podcast player. And I said, hey, you know what? It seems like they're missing a more improv, character-heavy uh, role-play uh, game uh, that they're not doing in podcasting. Mm. Uh, they're a little boring to me. And so I said, well, let's, let's do our own podcast. And we do our podcast with our family, uh, my kids, down in our basement. We have six, six of us are mic'd up. And uh, it's a quest for magic and steel. And like I said, we started about three years ago. And we uh, since then, uh, we've been having a blast with it, just doing the voices and acting out the characters and improving the story along the way. And the story takes twists and turns. It's, that's the most fun about it. But since then, it's funny because that whole market is saturated now. It's like everyone has a, a role-playing podcast. It's it's kind of crazy. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, basically from discovering podcasts, you guys go straight into creating a role-playing podcast, a fantasy podcast based off of yeah. Dungeons & Dragons. So elaborate a little bit further. Is it a game you guys play every week? Do you play the game, you stop, and then you come back and play it again and continue? Yeah, I'll tell you, there's a lot of shows that do that. They'll, they'll because it takes so long. They're not, mm. they're not doing it with their family. Yeah, they'll sit down for three, four hours, play like once a month or something like that. Okay, and then they'll cut it up and put it out as a show. Okay, what we do is we play. Uh, I wanted it to be fresh. I wanted it to be okay. where we're not tired or bored. I wanted it to be because if I sit around for three hours, I'm I'm out of it. I'm yes. I'm zoning. So we do one hour uh, every Sunday morning. We actually meet and uh, we do an hour play. Uh, and we're fresh on it. Our characters, you know, we, we chit chat for a little while. We actually end up being an hour and a half because there's so much talking uh, mm-hmm. going on, just hanging out and, and seeing what everybody did all week. And then we get into it and we can be our characters and act out a, a short, you know, session campaign. And then we, you know, continue it the next week. We just, end, we end at a certain spot. And then, uh, the way I put it out too, is I'll have a flashback. So I'll start the show and say, last time on Magic and Steel. Mm. And then I'll take clips from our the last week and I'll just throw them in there. So you'll hear – if you're a fan, you'll remember. You'll hear sound bites of maybe some funny parts or some crazy noises or some weird voices. And I'll throw them in there. And you'll be like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, my gosh. I, oh, that, that, that. And then, okay, hey, we're back. Thanks so much for coming along for another adventure. And then we'll introduce ourselves and get going again. Great, great, great. Yeah. So – in the course of running this podcast with your family, what are the lessons you guys have learned together as a family? Oh gosh, I mean, as far as the podcast or as a family, like oh family? well, 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 both because this this seems like it's a bonding time where you guys specifically have to play this game that you all love. So I mean, yeah. I'm sure there are some lessons and uh, things that have come out of it that have surprised all of you about each other in the course of running both the podcast and playing the game on the podcast. Well, I mean, we definitely learned that it's a heck of a lot of work. (laughs) If you (laughs) want to do a good professional quality podcast, it takes a lot of time and energy. 
I mean, brand new to, I mean, just the editing I did a little bit with doing some voiceover work. Now you have these hours and hours of, of our shows that we're doing. I have to listen through it all, cut out all the junk and the ums and the ease and the, you know, I mean, there's a little bit I leave in, but there's a lot of stuff. Somebody sneezing in the mic, you know, it's some yes. craziness. So you have to cut all that to make it an entertaining show because it's, it's not just an interview show. It's a, it's an entertaining that you want the people to come along on this journey with you, with your characters. So it's a lot of work and it's taken a couple of years. I've actually gotten better at it. Mm. Uh, if you listen to our episode one compared to now, there's definitely a big change in uh, the editing style, um, keeping it clean. And I've, I've actually ended up doing where I have, we started a Patreon and, and uh, I end up, having my raw footage. So I figure super fans want to hear all the behind the scenes, which is <laughs> us, you know, Oh my gosh, what did you do? And we yell at each other and just act stupid, but it's not part of the actual show. Mm -hmm. I leave all that in. I'll put that up for them, uh, that support our show financially. And then I have the regular show that I put out in the podcast where I cut it down and make it a little more just of an entertaining ride. So we've learned to, you know, get better at podcasting. And then we ended up, uh, I do, we do another one together as well. Arc city. It's an audio drama. So we've learned to, to expedite and we've got better at editing. So I'm able to do an audio drama, which is editing crazy. And then I have another one I do with a couple friends, um, on my own. And as a family, we've learned that, you know what, our quality time, we have to have this, mm -hmm. uh, you know, we have to, because we love, love, love being together. And the short times that as they're getting older, we know that everybody's so busy and we're just going to lose sight of what's important. And that's just being together and hanging out and loving being together. And so this forces us um, to do that once a week. And it, so it's amazing. It's the one time we worked out between our work schedules that we can kind of just force and uh, we don't have to wait, you know, six months to a year to, to say, oh, OK, you know, let's let's make some time again because it's we haven't seen each other in forever. OK. Yeah. Uh, so, so where do you see your podcasting journey going in the next few years? Because it sounds like you've built, well, you already have the studio, which is called um, Steel Empreneurs, your company, which houses your two podcasts and then the third one with your friends. But where do you see your podcasting journey going in the future? Yeah, um, I'd like to get to the point, of course, like anyone, you know, I'd like to be able to do it full time. That would be amazing. Yes. And be able be able to because my my problem is, you know, working full time jobs and having your kids and your family and the wife and all that. It's hard to to put the time into this this amazing creative thing that you love doing mm -hmm. uh, and you wish you could do it full time. So uh, that's what I'd, I'd love to envision. And that's kind of my focus. So uh, I'm just I'm not crazy about it where, you know, I'm kind of, you know, screwing up everything else in my life and just mm -hmm. focusing on that because I'm just not that sales guy. I'm not that marketing guy, you know, just so I, I just don't have that in me. Um, so it's sometimes I wish I had more of that. Other times I'm like, you know what? I'm happy being where I'm at. I love creating entertaining that's just my goal and my hunger so but when i when man when i get feedback from people when i see that there's people around the world listening to our show and and i'll get these you know emails or i'll get a um you know the review and i'm like ah oh, man it makes you feel so good like they're touched by it I'm somebody that you know is, is depressed and considering suicide and they're listening to our show and it helps them get through every day and every week they, they look forward it's like wow you know what yes that's that's why we do it and so I look, I look forward to uh, us growing, and I'd love to see, really, I've seen a lot of networks come and go. Mm -hmm. uh, I'd like to see 
where I can have some good quality entertainment people and make it a real network where there's other people besides us, where, you know, it could be this network of, of real creative types that, that want to do it. Uh, of course, you know, in the end you want to make some money and be able to do it on your own, but, but bigger than that is just, you want to make the world a better place. You know, you want to make it something where people can, can say, Hey, wow, I, I got something out of this. You know, I, mm-hmm. I learned or, or, or I, I felt better or I laughed a little, you know, so that's, that's my goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That really makes sense. Really makes sense. And in terms of MacCon, which is coming around in September. Yes. So what are you going to be sharing at the conference? Yeah. I, before I even say that, I, I love MapCon. It's the first thing I went to. Um, I found that when I first got into podcasting, I started searching the internet. Mm-hmm. Of course, I read books about it, and you know, I, I find all the podcast greats. You know, like uh, Podcastification and Harry Duran Show, um, Podcast Junkie, and State, uh, Dave Jackson, and um, Daniel. Uh, you know, it's just it's crazy. You, all this good gold out there, and uh, and I just learned everything I could about podcasting before I jumped in. That was that was the great thing. And at MapCon, I get to meet these great people. There are these these you know, and to them they're just normal guys. You know, but yeah. to me it's like wow, these are these these guys that are doing it right and are successful. And it's they're like you know like uh, I put them up on a pedestal. You know, they're like the famous actor or something. You know, that the people want to see. And and just to get to meet them and see that they're real guys and become friends with them, really, even if we're just social friends, like, you know, Internet friends kind of thing. It's it means a lot, you know, and mm-hmm. to know that I can reach out to them if I need to, you know, send them an email if I have a question. And, and it's just amazing. It's a great thing for people to go to to just if you're a podcaster, you have to be at these things. And this is a, I, I love this because it's the first one I went to and it's small, mm-hmm. small enough to where you can really get intimate and talk to these people one on one. But it's growing. So it's big enough to bring in these these big names from all over the country. So yeah. that's amazing. Uh, as far as what I'm going to talk about. Thanks so much to Joe. He let me do one of our little talks uh, last year, and I love speaking. I, I get on the mic. I used to be an MC with the DJing and stuff, so I love just getting behind the mic and hearing my own voice. So I'm a little bit of a ham that way. <laughs> uh, so anytime I get to speak is, uh, you know, just let me loose. But uh, so yeah, I got to speak again this year, so I'm real excited about it. And I'm going to talk about all audio quality, you know, and mm-hmm. how to little tips and tricks of how to make good sound. You know, if you don't have the closed in studio, what can you do to, you know, some little tricks to make it anywhere in your house? What can you do if you're in a big room, you know, to make it sound better? You know, to, as far as the equipment, you don't have to spend a lot of money from, you know, a little bit of money all the way up to a lot of money. There's, there's little tricks you can do mm-hmm. uh, to make it sound good because I get so frustrated. There's so many great ideas and shows that people will hit me up, you know, on Twitter or Facebook. Hey, please check out my show. And I'm like, OK. And I love being supportive. Mm-hmm. I like people supported me and I want to listen to them. I'd love to be able to give them a good rating and review. Mm-hmm. And, but if the quality's not good enough, I just can't listen. True. You know, I just, I can't hang it. Ha- you know, in today's market, there's so many good shows out there, such good audio quality, and it's not that hard to do. So if you can't at least do that, it's like, you're not putting in the effort. Yeah, I folks. can't, can't hang, you know, yeah. I just, yeah, yeah. My time is precious. And so I can't, I can't hang unless it's decent quality. So yeah, and I, th- and I think, like you rightly said, because there are so many good shows and there's lots of options, you really yeah. kind of have to get people right away, and quality shouldn't be a factor because it's just a matter of maybe investing in a fifty-dollar mic or even if yeah. it's a ghetto sound booth. Because I remember one of my friends 
made one out of um, you know that um, insulation foam and uh, yeah. a moving box, and it took the quality of the podcast to like ten x what it was before, just oh, just yeah. by doing that minor modification. So yeah, there's you don't need to spend a whole lot of money to uh, make your podcast sound good, since that is just the entry level barrier. It's all That's about right. it's all about just taking a little bit of effort and time. Of course, like you rightly mentioned, one of the biggest challenges in podcasting is editing, and you spend a lot of time yeah. on that. So I kind of don't know how you're going to help a lot of people, especially people who are podcasting and they don't have the funds to outsource their editing and production to professionals yeah. to do so that that is one where it's either you build your skills to the point where you don't make mistakes the first time or mm. you just say bump it and uh, leave, yeah. all, leave it what's and all and then publish it like that <laughs> <laughs> and there's some shows that are good like that you know it's okay it's some some show styles call for that and it's nice to have that but a lot of shows that you can't you can't have that mm-hmm mm. Yeah, so as we start to wind down the show, David, what are your words of wisdom or advice for anybody that's still on the fence thinking of coming to a podcasting conference, coming to MapCon, or even getting into podcasting, but they're still unsure of how to go about it or what to do? What what would you tell such a person? I mean, I just, I listened to the guys on the uh, podcasting roundtable, you know, Ray Ortega, Daniel Day. Day, I almost said Daniel J. Lewis and uh, <laughs> the Dave movie Jackson. Star? Daniel J. Lewis. Yeah, yeah, Daniel J. And uh, and Dave Jackson. They're always saying, you know what? Just do it. That's their thing, and they're right. And that's you know when I was listening to them when I, before I even started, they're saying just do it, just jump in and try, just just get something going. And and even today, it's not even that same thing because the quality and the there's a lot of people out there that are doing it good and maybe doing it better than you. Don't be scared. Don't be put off by that. Don't think, oh, I'll never be as good. Just even jump in. If, even if you're never going to put them out, mm-hmm. it's good to start and just practice because you have to get good at speaking. You have to get good at the mic. You have to have yes. good mic technique, and you have, to, you have to hone the skill. And so just do it in your basement. Just do it in your kitchen, You know, whatever. Start doing it. And even if, like I said, you don't even ever post them, just start interviewing your family. Practice. Uh, and then you'll see you'll get better at it and you'll feel more confident. That's the way to do it. So just jump in. And as far as the conferences, yeah, you have to – to me, it's almost like I was scared to go to the podcast um, uh, Mid-Atlantic – not Mid-Atlantic, but the, you know, the big one uh, coming Podcast to Philly. Movement. Podcast Movement. Thank you. Podcast Movement. You know, I was scared to buy the tickets. I almost didn't. I was going to sit on the fence because it's so huge. Mm-hmm. And. And my thing is more the the meeting people and getting I don't care about all the big stuff and you know and and like going to all these things and seeing these big giant celebrity people I'm past that but just getting to the good quality interactions with people and the be making friends with these these peers you know that's more important to me yeah. and I'm looking forward to doing that so somebody else told me you know just do it just go because there's so many people from all over the world that'll be there. Um, so I'm going to do that, but I learned that first from the mid Atlantic podcast conference. It's easy for me just because it's local. Um, mm-hmm. so it's a Philly area on the, over the bridge in Jersey. And, uh, so it's easy for me to get there. And it was, this was the beginning of my journey. So it was three years ago. Uh, this will be my third year. Um, I went and, and I just, just Joe Pardo is amazing lovely person, just a, a great human being mm-hmm. that you want to, you want to just be friends with this guy. I mean, yeah. he's just, he's just such a beautiful human being and his whole family, you know, and, and, and you become, you feel like you're part of the family. I mean, yeah. you know, 
it's amazing. And then, then you get to know these other local podcasters and then you find, you know, I remember the first year, it was three years ago, Dave Jackson was walking through the, I was sitting and eating with my daughter, man, she's involved too. So, uh, she, we were sitting there eating some hors d'oeuvres or something. He walked by and I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, it's Dave Jackson. Oh my God. So I got up, I had to say hello, you know, and I'm like, oh my God, you're Dave Jackson. And my daughter's like hitting me. She's like, stop it. You're like fanboying like a, <laughs> so anyway but yeah you got to go just because because you know and he took the time to sit down and talk with us you know just like you know like, just like we met him on the street so uh anyway you got to go especially this one because it's not that expensive um you know these bigger shows are they're so huge that it becomes uh where you know now you got to look at your budget but mm-hmm. this one is doable for almost anyone so if you can get to the philly area it, it's definitely a, a definite a positive experience that you won't forget yeah and there you have it, guys, from the man himself, David Steele. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I'm not going to add anything else because there's nothing else to add to that promo. And he's given such value on the show thus far that, you know what, just take the plunge and jump in and try it out. Like, like he said, everybody's cool. Everybody's fa- like family. It's a small gathering, so you're not going to feel lost. I, I know personally when I attend big conferences or trade shows, I always kind of feel a little lost because it's uh, so yeah. many people and I just get confused after a while trying to yeah, yeah. interact with too many people. But this is just not even up to a couple hundred, I would say under 300 people. So it's not too right. bad. It's not too mm-hmm. bad. So before you know it, by the time everybody's sitting down you're, and you're sitting down in groups, it's not going to be that bad. So yeah, just take the plunge. The tickets are very affordable. It's in Jersey. Uh, don't hold it against New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. I know people like to hate on New Jersey, but New Jersey is pretty cool. I lived in New Jersey for four years and yeah. I loved it. So it's pretty cool. You know, come have fun, have a good time. And then, uh, yeah, you get to meet some awesome people, learn more about podcasting, build your skill set, and, uh, you know, you see where the adventure will take you. So that's it for the MapCon podcast for this week. I've had a truly great time talking to you, David. I wish you continued success in your journey, and hopefully I look forward to seeing you when I come out there in September. Sounds great. Thank you.